When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, Pit fans? Welcome back to another Pit Mailbag here on the Post-Gazette Sports Now YouTube channel and podcast network. He is Chris Carter. I'm Noah Hiles. Carter, uh, simple mailbag topic today. Uh, we submitted for questions, but I think, you know, we've done this in the past where there are certain instances where the whole show deserves to go to one topic, and we will be discussing that one topic today, which is Charlie Partridge's de- uh, departure from the program before we get into this, we got to talk about our uh, sponsor for the show, which is Mike's Beer Bar. Whether if you're in town for a Steelers, Pirates, or Pit game, Mike's Beer Bar is right across the street from PNC Park and has the best selection of beer in town as well as amazing food options. They have over 20 TVs, and you can catch all of your NFL, college football, Pirates, Penguins, Riverhounds, and Premier League action right at Mike's. Come on in and try one of their 500 different available beers, 300 of them being local beers, as well as 80 different local craft beers available on tap. You can also check, try a flight where you can check out every option, and trust me, you won't run out of favorites because I never do, and I'm always there. Try their steak on a stone for an awesome meal where you can choose how hot you want your steak cooked with a heated stone right in front of you as you enjoy a night out in Pittsburgh. Come to Mike's Beer Bar and get your sports fix for the best, at the best bar in the Steel City. Carter. It says it right there on the screen. Yeah. Charlie Partridge leaving Pitt. For the National Football League, he will go to the Indianapolis Colts. Pitt Athletics announced this this morning. Beat me by about 30 seconds, which is tough. You know, tough mm-hmm. L for your boy. But just give me your initial thoughts, your reaction to this news as we start off. You know, it's interesting because there's a lot of different ways you can go out about this. One, it's a huge blow to Pitt. Like, there's no there's no sugarcoating this. Charlie Partridge is a huge recruiter. And also, like... Now with him and Salem gone, I thought those were the two biggest recruiting names on Pitt's coaching staff as far as like guys who were bringing in big name athletes, you know, four star guys, uh, you know, the top guys that were that were growing into big players. Um, and, and Charlie Partridge, even beyond that, was a, is also a big part of the culture for Pitt football. You know, we talk about Pat and Arduzzi and the things that he set. Having Charlie Partridge by his side was always such a huge boost because, you know, he could take care of the defensive line. And so many of the players rallied around Charlie Partridge. There's no way to sugarcoat this. This is a huge blow to the program to lose him. And again, it's not a bad thing, you know, bad thing for Charlie Partridge. He's moving up to the NFL. But I think the other angle, which I'm sure we'll talk about, is how many more college coaches that were pretty solidified in college are starting to just be like, you know what? I can't take this anymore. This NIL era, I'm going to the NFL where I don't have to recruit after every semester. Yeah, my, my initial reaction, I'll take you through my morning. I, I woke up, I was having my breakfast, and I received a text from a source pointing this news out to me. And Chris has worked with me for two years now on this beat. He understands yep. how quickly I move when I get a tip like this. But in this specific instance, of all the news that I've been tipped off for, and that includes coaching hires, quarterback benchings, or even position changes, uh, and coaching fires, this was the biggest tip I've ever received, in my opinion. 
And it was so big where it was almost, I almost felt the need to like quadruple check just because mm-hmm. I, I couldn't believe it. Because this is a guy who every year, I feel like in the offseason, we hear rumors about him potentially being poached. Uh, I, I mean, there were, there were rumors this offseason with Florida. I know Miami made a move at him in the past. And there, there, there are other big-time programs that wanted this guy's services. Uh, but the NFL has never really been a part of those rumors. That's why it was kind of hard for me to believe because I thought that this was a guy who loved molding young defensive linemen, that this was a guy who was was cool with not being a head coach that really embraced his position at Pitt because let's face it, I mean, this guy could have been a head coach elsewhere if he really, really wanted to. If he set his agent out on the hunt, he could have got another head coaching opportunity. Mm-hmm. But he stuck around and Pitt helped keep him around by giving yeah, him absolutely. promotions and title and some nice pay raises. Uh, but it was, it was just shocking to me that this was a possibility. And while we heard it in, in, in a lot of different ways, it was still just so hard for me to believe. I really, really, really wanted to, to get it straight from the horse's mouth. And right around the time where I was a hundred percent certain that this was happening, bam, there's the press release from Pat Narduzzi. So it, it is real. And I mean, I've, I've received texts from people, players, just fans, whoever, who still can't believe it uh, after the news came out. So um, that was my initial reaction is just, this is, this is an unimaginable blow for the program. And, you know, you can, you can talk about guys decommitting guys, getting fired, guys leaving, but this this was arguably the top thing Pitt football had going for it, mm-hmm. was having this guy on staff. And with yep. him gone, uh, we can talk about it now, the type of impact that this will have on Pitt football. Um, I'll start off by saying, I tweeted these numbers out, since Partridge arrived in 2017. So if you look at the 2018 recruiting class up through now, mm-hmm. Pitt has had 15 four-star recruits. Eight of those 15 played on the defensive line. Let's look a little closer into those numbers. Ten, or no, seven of the last ten four-star recruits that Pitt has had has been on the defensive line. So Charlie Partridge came here, established himself, and has been the primary source of bringing in high-end talent. And that's not to say that only the four-stars have performed well. Heck, I mean, if you look at the list of the names on the – of the four stars. I mean, a lot of those guys you could argue haven't yet or never got to a spot where we thought they would be as far as the four star status goes. Um, but you look at the prowess that he recruits. You look at the guys that he developed as well. I mean, Kalijah Kansi wasn't on that four star list, but he turned him into a pretty good football player. Jalen Twyman, he developed him, Patrick Jones, Rashad Weaver, Habakkuk Baldonado, mm-hmm. Deslin Alexander. I mean, these were guys, and granted, some of those guys I just named, they they weren't NFL talents or anything, but these were productive, all ACC caliber pass rushers that helped Pitt win a championship. And while Kenny Pickett gets the, the bulk of the credit for that run, as he should, that defense was electric, especially on mm-hmm. the back end of that season where their secondary was perhaps vulnerable early on in that year, their defensive front matched 
Pitt's offensive production and allowed it to finish that championship run. So my answer to this question, what type of impact will this have on the Pitt football program? It's going to be a huge one. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if you see some guys transfer out once the portal opens yeah. back up over the spring yeah. season. Because if you just listen to the press conferences of the kids who commit here, Dogs. the kids who come in through the portal, pretty much every defensive player has something to say about Charlie Partridge. And I'm not just talking about the defensive linemen who are, you know, the bell cows of that defense, the stars. If you listen to what the linebackers have to say, even guys in the secondary, they understand that their jobs in this defense are significantly easier Mm-hmm. because they know that this defensive line is going to be able to rush four men and, and get after the quarterback. And that's because they have one of the best defensive line coaches in the country who's no longer here. So it hurts them in recruiting. It hurts them in development. It hurts them in scheme and overall defensive output. You would have to assume. So it's tough. It's tough. And to me, the biggest impact or takeaway I have in all of this this makes the Cade Bell hire even under it, it's under a bigger microscope now. Yeah. Because the ball's in your court. This is not going to be a team that can rely on its defense the way you know you would have liked it to over the last couple of years. And the offense is really going to have to step up even more now without a key part of the staff around. Carter, what are your what type of impact? I mean, you talked about it a little bit already, but you know, anything else to add here? I think a big thing is this defensive line that's coming up this year has to hit big. Like they mm-hmm. have to, they have to get back. Like this was the first year. And also I, I this is kind of interesting. This is the first year in the last five before it, you know, so I guess in the last six that Pitt didn't rank in the top, top three, not top five, top three in the country in sacks. And that was always a calling card that you could say, no matter what was going on with Pitt, that pass rush was getting there. And yeah. that's where I, 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 I wonder if Charlie Parge is looking at him like, you know what? Had a great run here. Let's get while the getting's good. And now he's going to the NFL where he's going to be able to work his way up those ranks and see and, and see how that goes. Uh, and again, Charlie Partridge deserves this. Like he's he, you know, he's arguably the best. He was arguably the best defensive assistant in, in college football, um, you know, with the with the production he had over the longevity that he had with Pitt. But um if you're Pitt, it's a huge impact because now you're going to, again, the recruiting loss of, of his presence. If your defensive line doesn't deliver with, this, with the pass rush numbers that it used to, like if it has a, another kind of mid-year as far as its pass rushers, uh, I think you risk, like you said, losing recruits, not just losing recruits, but losing that as a strength of your recruiting. And that was a big part of what made Pitt good in the last several years under Pat Narduzzi, you know, Kalijah Kansi, huge part of that team that won the Sun Bowl. Um, you look at all the guys that were huge pass rushers over the years between Rashad Weaver, Patrick Jones, um, and all the parts that were part of the ACC championship team, the team before the ACC championship team. Um, that was a calling card for Pitt. And now without a calling card, they'll need to find, they'll either, someone will need to maintain what Partridge has done. And that would be really impressive. Uh, you know, but I, I, I think that would be a big struggle, but if, if no one maintains that something else has to become the calling card for Pitt. Uh, and if they don't find one, it's going to get even rougher on the recruiting trail. One thing we need to also talk about just the impact that this will have on Pitt football. I mean, like you alluded to it a little bit, just the impact this is having on college football. Like you said, Carter, 
I mean, we, we just saw Boston College's head coach leave to be a defensive coordinator for the Green Bay Packers. Uh, we just saw the greatest college football coach of all time retire. We saw the national championship winning head coach leave for the NFL, although his departure might have had something to do with other factors rather than the transfer portal and NIL. Uh, but nonetheless, you're just seeing so many good coaches, and these are just a few. There, there are more that I haven't named that, you know, from assistants to head coaches that are going to the NFL that probably wouldn't have done that before. And that's always been a thing where you could argue, oh, the NFL is a better job because, A, it's the NFL, and B, you know, you don't have to recruit. But it's a different type of recruiting now. And you saw this offseason, Charlie Partridge stressing the importance of NIL. Uh, I, I remember him tweeting about Alliance 412 and needing more donors yep. uh, right around the time where Sam Okanlola left. It was right like a couple days after those tweets, Okanlola probably, probably his best defensive line prospect at that time on the roster was gone. He went to Colorado for a bigger bag. So it's uh it's it's something that's going to continue happening, and for programs like Michigan and Alabama, mm -hmm. uh, they're going to be able to sustain it a little bit more than a program like Pitt or Boston College, where Boston College was on the come up. I mean, yeah. that program was irrelevant, yeah. and it's going to bowl games now. It's 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 winning a little bit more, and Pitt. I mean, Pitt's in a better spot than Boston College, but. Charlie Partridge was, like I said, it was he was the best thing that this program had to offer. You can you can highlight other things, and, and granted, Narduzzi is not a slouch himself. He's a great coach, and he's won a lot. And he he he's won before Partridge was here. Uh, but man, it's this was their calling card. This is how they got high end talent out of high school. This is what they used to really advertise themselves in the portal. And they got, like you said, Chris, they got to find something new now because the overall structure of college football has played a part in him no longer wanting to do this. Yeah. So. And, and I, I also think the timing of it was a, also a big favorite yes. pitch. He could have done this much earlier when teams were, were assembling. Like, like right now, a lot of coaching staffs in, this, in the NFL are mostly settled. They're still ones figuring things out. But Charlie Partridge not only got them through the first signing period, but the second signing day. And like now he's at the point where it's like, all right, we, you know, I've, I've done my part. There's a lot of four-star guys coming in on the defensive front. You have ammunition of young players that you can develop here. I'm going to go see what I can do in the NFL. Um, you know, while, while I have, like a while I have this great reputation for everything that's going on, he could have, if, he, if he'd done this earlier, this could have messed up Pitt's recruiting class. This could have messed up, you know, keeping guys from entering the portal when it was time to enter the portal. I think that this was uh, a team uh, for a guy who's who's moving on. This is as much of a team player move on the part of Charlie Partridge as it could have been. Yeah, and that brings us to the third and final part of today's show. How do you replace Charler? <laughs> nice, Charler. <laughs> Let me edit that real quick. C H A R. Charlier. Yeah, Charlier. But how do you replace right. Charlie Partridge? Yeah, how do you replace <laughs> Charlie question. Partridge? It's it's a very tough question. And like you said, Carter, I mean, the timing 
it's convenient, but it's also not convenient because now Pitt, what's out there right now? Yeah. You know, with a lot of staffs, staffs, a lot of staffs have also figured their stuff out too. Right, yeah. Yeah. College staffs are, are pretty much in place and same for mm-hmm. NFL. And while that doesn't necessarily mean the best coaches are on a current staff, there might be guys who had the luxury of taking their time and, and going out there. But, but what does Pitt do here? Uh, I don't think you're going to go out and be able to find someone who is, as proven as Partridge. I just don't. And while they might be able to throw some big money at someone, if you're bringing in a guy who is less proven than Partridge and paying him close to what Charlie was making, that's a significant gamble for a, uh, for a program like Pitt. Um, so what do you do? What do you do? Are you looking at the NFL? Are you looking at a young up-and-comer? Or are you trying to find the biggest name possible here, Chris. I, I think you're doing all of the above. You don't have time to, 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 you know, worry about, about it. You got, you got to go find somebody that wants to get out, you know, and, and a, a team that I, I you know, I think a, a way that they could try to do this is find guys who might be trying to get out of a bad situation, you know, some, somewhere else and see what you can, you can get there. You could try to go for a, sp- a splash, um, you know, but again, here's the crazy part about this is that, uh if you go to um if you if you if you spend money on this like if you're if you're you know pulling out of the budget you got to go make an expensive hire to get someone that would be attracted here that wouldn't be just be coming to pit just to come to pit um you know that's going to take money out of your recruiting efforts that's going to be something that, that, that that's going to be considered there um you know a, a name i'm just doing i've been doing some searching just for ideas here and this is just a name it's an idea a guy like maybe pete Caligas. Uh, he's the defensive line coach uh, uh, and it's, uh, at a um, Washington State University, and maybe with the dissolving of the Pac-12, maybe like somebody, a guy like that might be like, you know what? Let me get into ACC real quick, and I'd have a bunch of recruits, and I'd have some resources that I could, you know, keep my career going with, you know. But that's a guy who, you know, is among the more respected guys out there uh, among defensive line coaches, uh, who you could probably bring bring here, but. I, I think it's going to be a hard find and a hard sell to just be able to go out and get guys, especially from like the programs that have been top defensive line producers. Now, who knows if you get a guy that, that comes in and shakes, shakes, shakes some things up. Um, that would be, uh, that would be, that'd be really interesting if you could get that and get results immediately from this crew, because, you know, they still have Dayon Hayes, you know, Isaiah Neal's, you know, you know, should be, should be developing. If they can get something out of this crew and they get back in that conversation, all of a sudden, this isn't this isn't as much of the problem that it is right now. But as it stands at the moment, I don't think that that's very likely to just get someone that keeps up what Partridge did. Yeah, and, and and just the timing of it, like you said, Carter. I mean, this team they start spring practices pretty soon, yep. you know, and they're without their best defensive assistant. Probably they're the best the best coach on the staff is no longer around, and they're starting their spring season. So, um, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough to find someone to fill that spot that's qualified. And it's going to be nearly impossible to find someone who is at Partridge's level. So yeah, that that's, that's tough news for pit football. There's no, there's no way to, to, to frame it. Otherwise, yeah, you can't sugarcoat it. Um, it's all these new assistants, 
all that, that whole new offensive staff, like I said, a lot more just got put onto their plates. Yeah, indeed. So we will see it and the defensive plates because yeah, Partridge was an not just that he was an assistant head coach. That's an extra person that Ch- that Pat Narduzzi can rely upon as a voice around the team to set the tone and get people going. That's not easy to replace. You know, I you know I know that you know Charlie Partridge. He was a guy when you know when when things were were, were looking shaky at time. He'd be a person that people that people would lean on and be like, no, I'm I'm sticking around because of him, or I'm believing in this team because of him. Um, and, and he's someone that 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 truly believes in this. Now, without that guy, you need someone else to develop into. Like you need like Tyquan Underwood to to make do some really great things at wide receiver and, and and continue to build his reputation. You maybe you need Cade Bell to just be a knockout offensive coordinator that set that sets a tone there. Um there's a lot of things that need to happen and it's just it's it's kind of crazy because like you said all the shakeups that happened on offense, the one thing you were like stability on defense, that's what you can lean on next year. Uh you still and you still have guys, you know, Archie Collins, Corey Sanders, uh Ryan Manilak, all those guys, Randy Bates they are all, you know, I think good coaches, but Charlie Partridge was the one that kind of rose above everyone else that everyone could point to as like the lightning, uh, the lightning rod. So it'll be yeah. interesting to see what they try to, how they try to balance that. Absolutely. I think that's all we got on this. Um, another coaching search, Carter. Buckle up. Yay. Woohoo. Right around the time <laughs> when it's trying to get back into the NCAA tournament. That's fun. Woohoo. We'll have you covered there, though. You can check out all of our work, as always, at post-gazette.com. You can check all of our coverage for Pittsburgh sports here on the Post-Gazette Sports Now YouTube channel and podcast network. He's Chris Carter. I'm Noah Hiles. We're signing off saying we'll see you next time. Thank you for checking out this content from Post-Gazette Sports. If you watch this video on YouTube, please like the video and subscribe to our channel. For all of the sports coverage the Post-Gazette has to offer, visit post-gazette.com.